successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill here on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. We like to call it 980 AM here in Kansas City. Appreciate you joining us as well on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, all those people listening via podcast, and also those who have joined us at GrillNationShow.com, where you can find all of my shows, podcasts, guest information, photos of my guests, uh, social media handles, websites, you name it, it's all at GrillNationShow.com. Uh, today's show is going to be very interesting. We are going to have on, actually, maybe before I, I preview the show today, I really, I, I didn't have the chance the last show to thank our partners and supporters enough. So I'm going to mention them real quickly at the top of the show before I tease our guests. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink, The Bash Group, Andrew Bash is a guest host and contributor, Catalyst, Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer is a contributor, The Rieger KC and Jay Rieger and Co., Ryan Maybe, guest host and contributor, and can't see power and light district. Thanks for all of your support of the partnership of Grill in Grill Nation show. We're continuing to grow, hopefully in the future, uh, with more partners and supporters. And I uh, really appreciate too thanking our title sponsors of the show, Trust, Bank of Kansas City, and Two West Advisors, who are the uh, they they provide the meat that on on the bone of Grill Nation here. Trying to work a Grill Nation plug in there, Mark, uh, with with barbecue. Summer's almost over, unfortunately, so less barbecue. But anyways, um, really appreciate those guests and all of their, excuse me, those partners and supporters. They're great people. On today's show, we have uh, two really big thought leaders in their industries. We're going to have on Contributor Grill Nation show, Clifton Alexander, who we've had on from time to time. He's the owner of Reactor Design Studio, a.k.a. the creative Chuck Norris. You will find him wearing orange uh, throughout town and eating tacos. He is a huge taco person and a huge orange fan. Orange fan, and uh, their office in the crossroads is decked out in orange. I recently had a chance to see Clifton at a Top Golf event. Thank you for inviting me, Clifton. But Clifton will be joining us today to talk about some really interesting topics about entrepreneurship. One of which he's going to tell a story about uh, winning a contest recently that led him to uh, get a brand new Jeep Wrangler and uh, some of the. The things he's done with his family to balance out his work schedule, running a business, growing a business. He has hired two new employees recently. His his design studio is growing rapidly. They work with people throughout the country and internationally. But in the first segment today, I want to talk to him about kind of what that winning that Jeep meant to him from a uh, family a family aspect, and also talk to him about you know as a business owner why it's important to spend quality time with your family and balance those things out. Uh, some of the most incredible things that he's done in his in the last few years have come through the Jeep Wrangler and that winning that contest and spending more time with his family. So we're going to get into that with Clifton and go take a deeper dive like we always do with him about 
work-life balance and uh, how to make good things happen. He's been very successful at that. So that's going to be a really cool segment. And then we're going to have him on for another segment today to talk about, uh, you know, actually building real relationships in business, how you do it, how you do more than just connecting with someone via social media, but how social media, once you build the real relationships, uh, face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, whites of the eyes to whites of the eyes, those relationships, those are our best business relationships and friendships. And But after that, how you can then parlay social media to make even more grow out of those relationships and lead to more business for your company. So we'll talk about that. Once again, there's some really cool things that Clifton is doing with uh, First Fridays in the Crossroads. His office is in the Crossroads with their with their staff, with culture, uh, with art, and uh, really cool First Fridays event they had last night in the Crossroads. So we'll get into those things. Following Clifton, we will have on Jess Hagen, who's the Founder and managing partner of Experience Events Group just comes on. Uh, she's been on a couple times on Grill Nation show. This will be her second time. She's going to talk to you about some really exciting events that are coming up here in Kansas City that she's been working on. Uh, she just got done with TEDx KC. Uh, she also will talk to us about some of the international events that she's planning. Uh, really cool things happening in Ireland for her, and uh, really going to have Jess Hagen on the show. She is a entrepreneur. And it's going to get into also how she balances uh, doing event logistics, branding experience, uh, growing people's brands, and handling all of these different things at once. Basically, every week she has a big event. Um, she's even told me before her calendar goes out to 2020 planning events. So really great person, really great company, and a very good person to know in Kansas City and throughout the region and the United States if you are looking for someone to put together an incredible event for you. And the website, again, is experienceeventsgroup.com. Jess Hagen will be on in the fourth segment today. Real briefly, I want to mention an article that was in Startland News at startlandnews.com. Ryan Weber, who's uh, president and CEO of the KC Tech Council, who's been on our show, will mention to you, too, he will be on our show in uh, the last three months of the year, October, November, and December, with some amazing guests he's going to bring on, and we're going to do some tech-focused shows. He wrote an op-ed in Startland News about Kansas City's proposed ride-sharing rules and how they should concern local tech firms. I want to read some excerpts of that for you. With Kansas, City's growing, with Kansas City quickly growing into the Midwest's hub for technology and business, innovative companies such as Uber have the opportunity to capitalize on those business partnerships and potential hires who travel to Kansas City. Recently, Kansas City's Regulated Industries Division proposed potential new regulations for transportation network companies, TNC drivers. Uber has already voiced concerns about how the current system, which requires drivers to go through a multi-step licensing process, has impacted their ability to attract more drivers in Kansas City. Another ride-sharing company, Lyft, chose not to come back after exiting the city of Kansas City in 2014. Many of Kansas City's technology businesses use Uber in the transportation of their clients and potential hires. As an advocate for the tech community, it is hard not to wonder what the impact would be on many KC Tech Council members and companies if every driver had to be authorized by the city to use Uber's product. Further, the concern this change causes beyond Uber or others in the sharing economy. Over the past few years, Kansas City's local tech scene has grown considerably, in large part due to the innovative companies that have attracted top talent from across the country to the region. That growth and the future development of local tech talent could easily be at risk if officials in Kansas City choose to move forward with these changes. The worst-case scenario is that the city passes regulations that force Uber to leave. So far, Uber hasn't mentioned leaving publicly, but it's hard to imagine it would continue operating in Kansas City if these regulations go through. 
If Uber does ex- does exit, a lot of the work we've done to position Kansas City as a tech hub and a draw for high school tech talent will experience a massive setback. That doesn't mean we should sacrifice safety. Clearly, other cities have been able to achieve a win-win solution, and I hope both parties can continue to work toward that goal. Otherwise, we risk a massive PR fallout similar to what Austin, Texas experienced earlier this year. The Kansas City City Council should think deeply about the message it will be sending to the tech community by adopting changes that place more regulation on tech users rather than tech companies. I completely agree with Ryan Weber on his sentiments that he mentioned in the Startland News article. Uh, his op-ed, you should check it out again. It's at startlandnews.com. We have to keep companies like Uber, entrepreneurs, people that are disrupting the system in our region, and we have to continue to have to. We want to continue to grow tech talent and uh, tech companies. Obviously, in Kansas City, we are a tech town. We're growing tech town, and I think we need to double down on everything we're doing with technology in our city, being a smart city and whatnot. And we should not be going backwards and trying to advocate for more regulations that are uh, obscure and not. Uh, applicable to uh, today's world. So kudos to Ryan Weber for writing that great op-ed. You're listening to Grill Nation Show. We'll be right back after the break with Clifton Alexander. Thanks for listening today. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man Keep them going crazy though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Casey Mo. Welcome back to Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us today on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Also, appreciate those listeners who have joined us on iTunes and TuneIn Radio as well as at GrillNationShow.com. Hope you've checked out the website recently. I've tried to put some more photos up. Uh, All of our podcasts are on the website as well as our social media handles, which can be found on Twitter at GrillNationShow and at Jason Grill. Um, very excited to welcome back our next guest, first guest of the day, who is a contributor to Grill Nation and a very uh, strong thought leader in the design space here in Kansas City and throughout the country. Uh, recently, when we had him on last show, you can check it out at grillnationshow.com. We talked about, is brainstorming worthwhile when you're in a meeting? Uh, is it is it a waste of time? Is it something that offices and companies should do? And it was really insightful and uh, a lot of good uh applause about that about that interview and people really liked it so clifton alexander is back on the show he is the founder of reactor and uh you can find more information about reactor at reactorkc.com really quickly want to read the about page on their website which i thought was pretty interesting um it says reactor started with one man his orange pants all love for tacos and a vision so that's that's me I, i had to bring that up clifton because every time i see you i are you wearing any orange today? There's a little orange in your uh, in your shirt. You also have your, your taco socks on today. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he started there. Their office space is known as the World Headquarters of Awesome and is located in the Creative Hub of Kansas City, which is the Crossroads Art District. It also serves as a gallery space for local and international artists. Um, everything in their office is, is orange. Uh, it's, they have branded bikes and whatnot. But uh, check it out at reactorkc.com. Some really interesting photos. Um, you guys have done some amazing things with that space. Thank you. I'm just, I haven't been there yet, but I, ha- I I've driven by thousands right. of times, and I yeah. always was like, it's what cool is, space. What's the deal with that orange art 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 <laughs> gallery over there? But really, it's a, a design studio. It is. Yeah, we um wanted to really focus on being a design studio, but also being part of the crossroads, which means gallery. So we do have a gallery space, 
that's right in the front store window, and it's pretty cool. We show artists four times a year, and it's right in the middle of our conference room and everything else. So just constant changing uh, artwork. I want to talk more about that in future shows more specifically. But You yeah, guys cool. uh, have done some really cool stuff with that space. Now, for our listeners, kind of tell us exactly where that is. Um, where is the world headquarters of Awesome, as you like to call it, W-H-O-A? W-H-O-A, whoa. Uh, we are yeah, we are right in the heart of the crossroads. We're on Grand Boulevard between 18th and 19th. We have a nice uh, storefront space there. Uh, closest landmarks are going to be the Tank Room and the Green Lady Lounge, which are our mm, I like the super Green Lady. awesome neighbors. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been there in a while. I've been there a few times. It was it's so a great much place. Fun. It's like stepping back in time when you go in there. Again, cool. so Clifton, tell us again what you can help clients out with and people. Uh, I know you're a designer, a marketing guru, you're a creator of Epic Brands. So what kind of things do you help out your clients, which your client list is pretty impressive. Yeah, thanks. Uh, um, it's really about... Starting with the brand and moving forward from there. So even if we're not doing a branding project for you, we are working with your brand to create marketing materials, strategy, design, events, invitations, whatever it may be that's related to marketing your company. We're always going to start from the brand and, and start there, and that's going to be the core of everything. So we're, we're focused on really building brands for companies in, in all different avenues of marketing, design, Strategy, websites, et cetera. You've done it with large and small companies here in yeah, Kansas very, City and throughout the yep, country and yep, the internationally. Yep. We've done some website. work for Microsoft in, in London, yeah. which is interesting. And uh, we we do a lot of work for Commerce Bank locally. And we, we've done work for a bunch of startups, uh, entrepreneurs, one-person show. So It's awesome. All the above. And you guys have grown recently. I know you've hired... Yeah, we just hired two people. So, so you, you you went for like nine years without hiring anyone, right? Yep. It was like you and your pro partner, or <laughs> yep. your friend. That's basically. And yep. then uh, now you've been exploding. Yeah. So and now we're we're growing pretty big. We're starting to run out of space in our in our really cool world headquarters of awesome. Already, so. <laughs> looking at looking at possibilities. Who knows? Who knows cool. what's in store? Cool. Well, um, today I want to talk to you. We're going to have you on for two segments, but I wanted to talk to you about some some bigger topics. We're not going to just talk business today, but um, we talked offline about a story about. Um, you know, how do you kind of manage your time if you're an entrepreneur? How do you spend time with your family? I know you have a family. Mm-hmm. Um, how many children do you have? I have three kids. Three kids. How old are they? Ten years old, eight years old, and eight months old. Okay, so you've got... I have a baby in the mix there, too. You have a baby, so that's yeah. changed. Yeah. You, you always yeah. seem so relaxed, man, even <laughs> with the baby. That's my natural personality. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But, you know, there's a story that you wanted to share today uh, about a trip and uh, a prize you won, and... We'll get into that, and then you, we can get into more deeply about how you kind of balance mm-hmm. family life as an entrepreneur and work life. Yeah. So take us through that initial story you wanted to share. Yeah, I, I just I wanted to talk a little bit about this just because it is very different. It's not as business minded, but it ultimately drives back to business. And this is a story that I have told on my blog. A lot of people know this story, but um, a little less than a year ago. I participated in a contest at an auction at my kid's school. And if you could guess the closest to the number of Christmas lights that were inside of this uh, Jeep that was sitting on the, on the property there, mm-hmm. you would win the Jeep while you win a one year lease on the Jeep. So, so right? and yeah. And so you have to put in some money into a Yeah. Raffle. So you put, you put a hundred bucks in, which and is, you get which, a guess. Is, which is like, you get a hundred bucks, you know, that's, yeah. so you're like probably thinking to yourself, this is a good donation. It was, it was a hundred percent a donation. Yeah. And hey, in the off chance if I happen to win, what a great prize! But it was really more about the donation to the school than the auction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I put in my hundred bucks. I went through and I was counting all the Christmas lights, and I had this strategy. And my wife, who's an accountant, really helped me think through this instead of just making a, a guess. 
And so I started counting the the strands, and then I started looking up on websites how many strands of lights are typical in a how many lights are typical in a strand. Mm-hmm. And I came up with a guess that I felt was pretty educated, even though it was somewhat random. And I ended up coming within like forty of the total. And so I ended up guessing pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was awesome. It was a big thing and everybody was cheering and I was like, yay, you won the Jeep. And I was, I was very excited. So I won a, a one year lease on the Jeep. This is from Overland Park Jeep. They are incredible with the donation there. Mm-hmm. They took care of me. They literally let me walk onto their lot and pick any Jeep Wrangler that I wanted. So I got the four door with the big mud tires and the whole nine yards. And That's pretty um, cool. it's very cool. It's exactly, it's a car that is some, it's one of those cars that I have always personally wanted, um, but I've never really been able to make practical just because of having a lot of kids and, mm-hmm. and life and all those sorts of things. Right. So it's never been practical for me, but if I'm winning it yeah. and it's a third <laughs> vehicle, Hey, that's great. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I have been riding around in that Jeep. So one of the things I wanted to make sure that I did with that time was not just, okay, now I've got this Jeep Wrangler and I'm just going to drive around town and just be like the guy that drives the Jeep Wrangler in the city all the time. Mm-hmm. So I've made a very concerted effort with that prize to use it the way it's intended to use. And so we've gone down to Kansas Rocks Park. We found mud everywhere we can. I take my kids out and we go and and have a blast um, and and learn about how incredible that vehicle actually is. I was a little bit skeptical, mm. but now I know that um, being a Jeep owner is a is a cultural phenomenon in is a it? way. Yeah, uh, all Wrangler owners wave at each other when they drive by. It's an actual thing called the Jeep Wave. Huh. Um, Jeep sends me marketing materials related to the Jeep Wave in the mail. Uh, encouraging people to continue to do that. It's a really fascinating yeah. uh, thing that I've been learning and I've been loving and I'm going to be sad to give it up in November, but I guarantee you I will, I will own one in the near future after that because I'm, I'm sold. I'm a hundred percent sold. You're sold. Um, huh? I'm sold on it. Um, I've also interesting sort of side story is that I, it's a vehicle that I've always sort of wanted. I grew up in the mountains in Southern California. A lot of people had Jeeps as a big thing, but I've noticed and I've come across many of my CEO uh, colleagues and found that quite a few of them also own Jeep Wranglers as their primary vehicle. These are people that could probably buy just about any vehicle, but they choose to own a Jeep Wrangler. And I, I haven't quite figured out what the mentality is about being a CEO of a business and the the ruggedness or, or whatever it is about the Jeep Wrangler that um, – that makes that a, an appealing vehicle to that type of mindset. I'm working on the figuring out the mentality part of that, but, <laughs> That's interesting. but I'm loving it and I'm, I'm all in for it. Cool. Um, as it gets. And one of the stuff. things, uh, that was great is you talked about spending time with your family. Yeah. So this, this, this has given you opportunity to, you know, really spend quality time with your family, which is important for yes. every CEO an entrepreneur. It's hard to really balance, uh, your work schedule and your family schedule. You seem to do it well. What's your advice on that? Yeah, my advice is do it as much as you can. You know, get out and get away and um, escape as often as you can. It, being an entrepreneur, escaping definitely means you're still connected back to the office. But being able to escape, having people in place back home that can run the office while you're gone is an awesome feeling. Things are getting done. Things are happening. I'm out there spending time with my family, and I'm able to really um, – 
disengage as much as possible. And that's a very, very good thing for me. The Jeep Wrangler kind of made that. It, hel- a it helped noise. a little bit. Um, I, I have a, my 10 year old daughter is very adventurous as well. And so her and I embarked on a, on a week long road trip and we drove out to Colorado. We spent, uh, our entire week driving around in the back country of Colorado in the Jeep. We put over 2000 miles in the car in eight days uh, we went up as high as 13,000 feet in areas where there was literally no one around. You had to have a Jeep to get up into these uh, mountain passes, and we just went and hopped from town to town. And it was a great bonding moment for me and her. I feel like we're much closer now all of a sudden since that trip, even though um, even though we didn't get a lot of sleep and we were just you know a little bit frustrated at times of being on a long road trip, but we're much Closer, and we were both able to just disengage from everything mm-hmm. and just be out there together, out in the backcountry, sharing a pretty cool time and a pretty cool moment. Which is, it was, it was really neat. I, I would never give that up. That's very awesome. Yeah, very awesome. Yeah, Clifton Alexander, founder of Reactor. Check it out at reactorkc.com. He's the trade of Chuck Norris, and he's the owner of Reactor Design Studio. We're having back for another segment here after the break. You're listening to Grill Nation here on Talk 980 AM. Thanks for joining us. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. I just want to chill, got a sack for us to roll Married to the money, introduced her to my stove Showed her how to whip and now she remakes it for love Welcome back to Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. You're listening to Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you also joining today on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. As well as that, GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you joining us there too. Make sure you continue to check that out. It's uh, it's a growing website and uh very excited to have on our uh, contributor, our design contributor, our creative Chuck Norris, Clifton Alexander, who's the owner of Reactor Design Studio. You can check it out at reactorkc.com. Um, offices in the Crossroads. We were talking about his work-life balance with his family, all kinds of great stuff. But I have to mention, too, before we get back into that, that I played uh, Top Golf with you the other day. Yeah, that was you fun. And, with you and your staff. Um, that was fun. Um Great spot out there if you haven't been to Top place. Golf, Clifton. You were a pretty good golfer, man. You also I do get time, all right. You also I, get time to golf when you're uh, not I, working or with family. I can hit a good shot here and there. It's stringing it all together. That's uh, <laughs> through eighteen holes. That's the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the driving range, I always I always hit the ball really well at the driving range. Uh, you're a driving range all star like me. Yeah, that's right. There's no pressure on you. you no swing. I know. There's I know. No, there's no tight ah, alleys and whatnot. But yeah, you can. Uh, you can, you know, it is nice to get out there. Speaking about getting out of the office, I mean, going to the golf course. Yeah, we uh, we had talked about that. You and I, we need to get out there. I that's something I'm making a priority to do more of that is to really get good connection time with clients and colleagues. And one of the great places to do that is out on a on a golf course, even nine holes. You end up talking about stuff that never would talk about. You never talk about in a meeting or at the office or anything like that. You're just shooting the breeze. You're talking about family and mm-hmm. life and what you did last week and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's way, cool. way more relaxed. Yeah. I had an entrepreneur in Cedar Rapids last week tell me that she, her father and her really never really talked about uh, business stuff or stuff came up on the golf course that she never would have imagined. Mm-hmm. And it really helped her grow as a business person. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty interesting. Um, Clifton, talk to us quickly about your Jeep. Yeah, follow I just wanted Jeep. to follow up on that. Um, we had created a couple of hashtags for the for the Colorado trip called uh, hashtag Epic Jeep Trip. 
That was on Epic Instagram. Epic Jeep Trip, yeah. Epic Jeep Trip. And then um, I actually created an Instagram account when I first won the Jeep for the Jeep. It's called Rocky the Jeep. <laughs> so we named it Rocky. And uh, Instagram account, Rocky the Jeep, and there's all kinds of pictures from our last year of adventures with me and the kids and the family. Totally, and totally branding. And branding even all in, your, uh, place, in, yeah. your, uh, in your fun time. Oh, yeah. Always. What you do for a living. Okay, so speaking of which, you just gave out two hashtags. Um, let's get into a separate topic. And we have Clifton on from time to time every month to talk about uh, what he's doing and also to talk about kind of deeper issues with entrepreneurship, growing a business, family life, uh, whatnot. And uh, talk to me about how we're so connected, right, with, mm-hmm. you know, media and digital communications and, co- and connections and whatnot. But the relationships you build still seem to rule, at least in my business life, and it sounds like in yours, real actual personal relationships uh, that sometimes you forget about in growing right. a business. How has that been instrumental in your life, especially with someone who works in design branding space? Uh, you brought some um, things you give out to some of your clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm holding one in my hand. Yeah, it's a pen. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to get another one of these. I love <laughs> it. Um, but you talked to me about building real relationships and not just building relationships uh, in sales relationships online or through yeah, social I think media? I've found that, and, and maybe this is different for some businesses, but in our business, even though everything is theoretically connected mm-hmm. virtually, that there is nothing better than real-world personal connections with people. When I am talking to my clients about what they did last weekend, when I'm talking to my clients about at, at Top Golf about their kids' baseball game, and I'm talking about my kids' baseball game, and we connect, create these real connections. Mm-hmm. Um, those types of things end up being more important than anything else in business. And you know, we could have the best portfolio in the world. I could be the perfect, absolute perfect person to do the work that your company needs. But if you and I aren't connected personally, the chances of me getting that work is like nothing. I mean, we may not ever work together. And in sales, that is one of those types of things is we get a lot of people that request work from us, but it almost always probably 99% of the cases it comes from a referral or a connection of someone else if they didn't already know us. And then we work on nurturing that relationship. We get to know that person. We get to know the company and we work with them to become uh, friends isn't the right word, but I think really good quality connections. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a better, more of a quality connection. Some of them end up becoming really good friends of ours. Um, but overall, even if we don't become best buddies uh, and, and hang out on the weekends, we have a real quality connection where we know about each other. We know what's going on in each other's lives outside of work. Um, we talked about how important things like golf can be where mm-hmm. you just, you learn about those sorts of things with people and clients. But for us, sales is so much more than just that, um, hey, we're really good at what we do and you need our services, so let's go for it and let's just make it happen. Um, even in a long-distance type of client relationship, connecting with them as often as possible in person is really, really important. Mm-hmm. We can do all this work long-distance and never um, never see each other. You know, We could do it via Skype, we could do it via email, via phone, and never meet ever. Um, but the more that we can connect on a personal level or connect in person, see each other, um, that's where the real business connections start to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's funny you mentioned that because I, uh, I had a client once who's a good, a pretty good client and we went to lunch once in a while. We 
had happy hours. He hired me, uh, did a lot of media PR work for him, uh, and his growing business. And, uh, we played golf a couple weeks ago and, uh, he, he said to me right when we got there, it was with two other guys. Uh, he's like, I don't think, I don't know if I've ever hung out with you, not in a business setting <laughs> right? ever. Like yeah. I've known the guy for five years now. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of similarities, like a lot of the same sports teams, mm-hmm. uh, get along great. Had a great day. Uh, we actually won big that day. Very nice. Won 14 of 18 holes against our opponents. Dang. But, um, we, you know, it was kind of cool because we had never actually, uh, hung out in a non business type meeting or happy hour or mm-hmm. with business on the mind. Mm-hmm. So it was cool just to kind of talk think, about our golf games and I our think families awesome. and whatnot. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And that's how you build those deeper connections. And, you know, some people are better at those types of things than others. Not everybody is is really great at connecting on a personal level with people, but I would always encourage anybody if they ask me, you know, what's the, what's the secret to success, right? It's no matter what, try to figure out a way to connect with your clients uh, on a personal level. The more you know about them, the more they know about you and not in a weird, right. creepy way. <laughs> Just trying to be open and, yeah. and build a yeah. rapport with them. Yeah. And, help and I think, I, I think the, the kind of switching gears on that just a little bit, the Facebook connection becomes a becomes a tool as well. We talked about how it's better to be connected real in real time. Yeah, yeah. But then some of the connections that I have with some of my clients that I then will connect with them on Facebook or some other medium like that after I become good quality relationships with those clients, then I really start to learn more and more and more about those people um, through their daily lives. And that becomes even more important. So it really becomes a good balance of the two. I don't think you could ever just start with the one and then, you know, you'll never build that relationship the right way. Um, but once you get to know them pretty well, and then you connect with them on something like Facebook and you see what their daily life is like, it becomes more interesting. You got a good Facebook page too. I, I just friended you on there last week. So now we're connected. Now, we, now we're, now we're now connected socially, know. not just, not just in <laughs> real life. Now you're going to know all uh, my secrets. Clifton Alexander, uh, creative Chuck Norris, owner of reactor design studio. Check out at reactorkc.com. Uh, first Fridays, you guys had yeah. a first Fridays event the last few yeah. months. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you do at those. So we, you are um, in the crossroads. Let's we are in the crossroads right on Grand Boulevard. We're right near the corner of 18th Street, which has become a, the, the biggest hub for the crossroads recently, especially on the east side. So we're right there in the action and, um, we will do shows four times a year, uh, June, let's see, May, June, and then September and October. Our September show, um, this year was incredible. We actually called it Midnight Oil and we got our design team together and we as a design team created art outside of work. So this isn't design related work. It's nothing like that. It's just purely art. There's, there was, um, painting, some drawing, some sculpture, some different things from our design team. And we opened up our, our show, um, and that first Friday and it was incredible. It was so good to see again, all of us as designers on a different level, you know, um, on a level of saying we're all creative people and we know how to create art. We just don't typically have time. Mm-hmm. And so it was great to be able to burn the midnight oil, so to speak, which was the name of the show and create work outside of work. And it's great for all of us to see each other's work and then for the community to come in and say, Hey, this is a talented group of designers, but they're also artists mm-hmm. and they can create art and put it in a gallery show. And it's pretty cool. What, how did, how did your, your staff and associates do that? 
Do they do they, it? Do they do it at home? Do they do it in the office? It's all of the above. I think mostly at home. I, it's kind of all of the above. You know, the idea is that it wasn't intended to be worked on during office hours. Mm-hmm. Right? Is literally any time before and after work. Um, so I will so tell you that a lot of then. so you yeah. don't, you you know you, people just show up they put the art up and yeah you don't know what they're in a way do. yeah a hundred percent because we didn't know what everybody was creating all the time we had we had seen or heard little bits and pieces of it but didn't know exactly what everybody was doing at the time and um, the uh, it was great to really see that and to be involved in that um, we were all pretty happy with how everything turned out very cool. Clifton Alexander, Reactor Design Studio, ReactorKC.com. Any other information, any ways people connect with you is just go to the website. You obviously are in social yep. media as well. Yeah, you can find me all over social media. Um, our website, ReactorKC.com. We're on Twitter at ReactorKC, and we're on Instagram at Reactor underscore KC. I would just say this. Let's get, let's get me to your office. I want, yeah. to say, I want to check it out. But also, people go down and check out uh, Reactor down there in the crossroads. It's the orange laden building with orange everywhere uh it's a really cool space and uh clifton alexander uh will most likely be there working uh and you can meet his team i appreciate you coming on grill nation always sharing your uh great insights on building a business and on work-life balance appreciate it thanks clifton we're right back after the break with jess hagan from experience events group thanks for listening to grill nation here on talk 980 a.m I turn the music up, I got my records on I shut the world outside until the lights come on Maybe the streets are light, maybe the trees are What if I hold your heart? What if you hold my skies? Welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you also connecting with us for this final segment of the show on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. As always, you can find all of our old podcast shows, pictures of our guests at GrillNationShow.com. Also, you can find all of our supporters, partners, and sponsors of Grill Nation Show at GrillNationShow.com. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. I'm also available on all the different social media handles, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, so forth and so on. want to bring in our next guest who has been on the show once before. Uh, she's a world traveler, very, very, very successful entrepreneur and business woman. Her name is Jess Hagen. She's the uh, founder and managing partner of Experience Events Group. So you can check it out at Experience Events Group. Excuse me, Experience Event Group, eventsgroup.com. I screwed that up, Jess. I apologize. Welcome to the show, Jess. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Let's get the website right. It's experienceeventsgroup.com. Yes, events with an S. There you go. Yep. yep. So, Jess, tell us a little bit about your background and your story. You were on a, on a couple months ago, but I want to refresh our viewers because and listeners because um, you do some really amazing things here in Kansas City, but also across the country and now the internationally across the world. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So um, I have a background in event production and event management, and that's what our company is at its core, is event management. But then we also have uh, our experiential marketing arm, which is creating large-scale brand activations for different uh, brands and sponsors, and then sponsor integration with some of our clients that we work with, um, which are um, TEDx Kansas City. We work with VML on that project. With just, we just did that event uh, last week. How did we it have, go? Uh, yeah, go ahead. How did it go? 
It was great. It was a really, it was a really good event. It sold out. I don't know if you were aware, but sold out in six minutes, the ticket. So no. that was pretty cool. Very cool. It's always a yeah. great event here in Kansas City. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good event. There was a real, some really fun things going on. Um, Andy Bash with the Bash Group did a 360 camera, and so it was a hit at the event. Uh, Sweet. You'll see some of it if you get online, but it was it was a really cool activation that we did. So Cool. Yeah. So you've done TEDx recently. What else, What other things have you been working on? Yeah, we have Tech Week Kansas City coming the 12th through the 18th. There's going to be some really cool things going on that that week. Um, along with, you know, we're, we'll do a pitch rally, which, which is awesome. Um, on tell, the me, tell me about what a pitch rally is. So a pitch rally is you get together a bunch of CEOs, a bunch of VCs, a bunch of entrepreneurs, and it's really impromptu. It's a cocktail hour from 6 to 7. We're doing a Helix um, event space down in the crossroads, really cool uh, architecture and design firm. And what uh, companies that are startups will do is they'll just hop on stage and pitch their business. So um, people can invest and people can ask ask questions, and it's a way for people just to do business together in a really cool improv, um, kind of like impromptu, comfortable environment. So nice. That'll be cool. Yeah. So that's great. Um, so not only do you work on lo- you yeah. work on local events. Uh, go into the locked in. You were about to announce the locked in. Yeah, yeah. Locked in celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. So we're going to make locked in blue over the. Or we're going to make Kansas City blue with the locked in colors for their 50th anniversary coming up on October 6th and 7th. So that's kind of cool. Um, you also yeah, got some stuff at the art fair Kansas, too, right? Kansas City is so cool. <laughs> yeah, right. You got a lot of. All- Are you doing some stuff at the art fair too? Plaza Art Fair. Yeah, we'll do a little bit with the Plaza Art Fair as well. And that's, yeah, that's right around the corner, September 23rd. So. <laughs> You're busy this fall, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then my, and then the Crom Castle thing in Ireland that I was telling you about. Yeah, tell our well. listeners about that because you also do, um, we'll, we'll get into your, kind of your new international endeavors. Tell us about this castle. Yeah, so Crom Castle is located in Northern Ireland. Um, it is, uh, the Earl of Erne, it's a, you know, a royalty family in Ireland, and they are working with us, and we are event management, event managing their castle. So we're going to do some cool tours and uh, some cool programs and some really cool events. events the best there. part about Jess Hagen's job is she gets to travel to uh, Ireland, and uh, also you go to Asia a lot too, don't you? I do. We go to Thailand. We do some pr- programs in Thailand. So I've been to, uh, we did... Thailand twice this year and Ireland once and uh, be going back to both this fall and winter. So We're talking to Jess Hagen, who's a founder and managing partner at Experience Events Group. The website is experienceeventsgroup.com. You can check her out on Twitter at Jess Hagen. Hagen is spelled with an E. Uh, Thank H-A-G-E-N-K-C you. is her handle again, Jess Hagen KC. Um, Jess you're an entrepreneur. I mean, how do you handle uh, all of these different events? Because I know from a logistics standpoint, in my life, sometimes there's too many balls in the air, too many things to juggle. How do you how do you handle uh, your schedule and how do you handle um, planning all of these events? I mean, it's it's definitely a big undertaking, especially when you have so many going on in so many different cities and obviously now internationally is too. Yeah, I mean, we have a really great team and, you know, part of being a business owner is learning to scale your business appropriately. Um, but each event has its own kind of identity. So the biggest thing with our clients is we always try to find out what the purpose of the event is. 
So what is your objective? What's your overall goal for your event? Why are we, why are we managing it for you? Or what do you need us to do to help you manage it and make it successful? So that's, that's the biggest thing is working with our clients, helping them understand exactly what their goals are so that we can um, execute that for them over and above. And then, you know, just each one of our team members handles our client. We work with our clients and we divide and conquer and we just kind of follow our plan seamlessly and walk through each event with our clients so they understand their goals. We understand them and we um, develop a really good partnership. Mm-hmm. Jess, what's the lead time usually you want when uh, when you're working and, and you're putting a proposal together for a client or a person reaches out to you on an event? Um, what's the necessary lead time that you and your staff need to really put on a give give it your all and put a hundred for hundred percent forth? Well, that is um, ideally. I mean, we're planning events right now for 2019. What? Um, yeah, like my <laughs> calendar goes out for a couple of years because you're looking at you know large scale conferences that are being booked years in advance. But we've also planned funerals. Um, Cecil Van Tile, we we planned his um, his celebration of life a few years ago, and we had four days lead time to pull mm-hmm. together a 1500 person event at. Um, the downtown airport. Wow. So it kind of just depends. Again, it goes back to the goal. And then, you know, I think six to six months to a year is ideal. Um, but you know, we do events where we only have three weeks and, and we get it done and, um, it's just kind of, it's kind of the nature of the business. I know, right? It is very, uh, logistic heavy. You got to do a lot of walkthroughs just like in political advance work, right? Right, you, right. You know, your site, you know your site perfectly before you uh, actually host the event. Right, exactly, inside and out. And, you know, just thinking of all the things that, you know, you might have not taken time to think through, the flow of how people are going to check in, um, how are they going to check out, do they have access to restrooms, where is the service doors for the, for the food and beverage staff. I mean, just all those things are, they're all small things but can be so big if something messes up. Mm-hmm. So, Jess Hagen, founder, managing partner at Experience Events Group. Check her out. Uh, her website is experienceeventsgroup.com. It looks great. They have all kinds of information on the website there, uh, with uh, as well as some of their experiences and more information about who they are. You can follow her on Twitter at Jess Hagen KC. Jess, thanks for coming on Grill Nation Show. We're going to have you on again soon as a regular contributor to the hour. And uh, keep up the That's good work. Me. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. One thing I want to say, too, that a wise person once told me was, what defines you is how you handle the unexpected, and Jess does that every day in her career. So, Oh, thanks, Jason. Have a great day. You thanks too. for joining thanks. us. Okay, we'll see you. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. We'll see you again next week. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. <laughs>